The disease to please. Right, right. The disease to please. <laughs> the di- the dis-ease, uh, right? I feel like we're talking about this because I've had a few questions. I had a few of my friends, uh, even those who have been leading in this season, teenagers, were dealing with people-pleasing. Yeah. It's one of those things I think we don't know in the moments happening until someone exposes it mm-hmm. or it happens the, the hard way when someone exposes it and it's a friend that you highly respect. Yeah. And they recognize you're trying to please them. And it's like, bro, why are you acting weird? Like, yeah, I think it's an attempt to be liked, you know, mm. um, to, to, to fit in, yeah. to, to not be awkward, to not be disliked. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. Brian is very aware about the diseases that we, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure we've caught along the way. We have allowed yeah. in our bodies through our diet and all the things. Yeah. You know, disease is a overused term, right? It, it's a word that we apply to a lot of things that we really shouldn't, you mm. know, uh, diseases are are rare in the sense that it's something you're born with. Yeah, you know, we, we cause them. The same with being, you know, uneasy in a conversation Oof. or an environment or a relationship. We cause them. What do you Mo- mean by most that? Most of us cause them. Um, the things that we we call diseases are symptoms to something that we did to ourselves. A true a true disease is an autoimmune disease. Okay. Autoimmune meaning you were born with it. Okay. Right? And it's not many diseases. Mm. There's a handful of d- diseases that you're actually born with. The majority of us yeah. are born healthy and whole. Autoimmune to it. A- autoimmune. Interesting. You were born with it, right? Do you think this disease to please is something we were born with? It was something we were born into. <laughs> no, seriously. Be- be- because a-, a lot of us are operating on autopilot. You know, it's the subconscious. Mm. The subconscious mindset. We operate more in the subconscious than the conscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all conditioning. You know, mm-hmm. the, the attitude that I have, my perception of myself or who I am, yeah. I would probably say from the age of zero to about 25, maybe even 30, has to do with yeah. the environment that I was raised in, okay. who had an influence on me. Yeah. And that's the majority of us. You know, I like to say we go through phases. You know, mm. we're born from about zero to 25, zero to 30. Yeah. And we're learning how to survive and operate in the environment so we're learning the environment okay we're learning the world around us right that's our normalcy that, that's normalcy that's everybody yeah. and then there should be an awakening mm. to where you realize okay yeah. i know how to operate in this environment but how do i overcome this environment is there something bigger and greater than this environment so you mm. learn right mm-hmm. and then you have to unlearn because there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of things that you really don't need to know or things you don't need to do. Yeah. A lot of personalities that you don't need to have and mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have, right? Right. right. Then you have to unlearn that and relearn to mm-hmm. overcome the environment. But but that's a gift to know that. A lot it of is. a lot of us don't know that, you know. A lot of us don't I don't even know how to do. It's just who that. I am. It's just how I am. It's just how mm-hmm. I act, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're expecting me to be somebody different, I feel sorry for you, right? Like wow. th- that's the attitude that we carry around. So do you think people pleasing? And I'm just trying to think. Who was the first person that was like trying to people please? That created this type of you know action disease. I don't know. What, what would you call this? No. So so Sigmund and Freud. Sigmund Freud did this study where um, he said that we go through three three phases uh, in adolescence. And the first person that we're trying to please, especially as males, it's our mom. Mm. It's our mom. The first person that Mama's we're trying boy. to boy. And, and our first our first. Um, adversary is our fathers because we see him as competition <laughs> you know what i'm actually going through right, that right now with my son uh, i had a really interesting conversation with my wife she told me this happened last night y'all this is real time last night yeah. she was with silas and was having this conversation with him saying 
will ask him questions like, why is it that you always want to come to mummy? Mm. Like, just why? What's the cause of this? And then, and this is how amazing my wife is. She's so intentional. Like, she'll be very intentional with her questions and would help Silas with his emotional development. And this is his answer. He notices how drawn to or how close I am to his sister. Because he was seeing the way I was treating his sister, he was like, well, if you're doing that with Lomani, yeah. I'll have this with my mom. Wow. So it's kind of compartmentalizing yeah. his love. Yeah. And Morgan was coaching, teaching him how to love and expand that love. You know, how, how awesome is that? You know, that you as a parent mm-hmm. and, and Morgan as a, you know, great parents, that you all see this happening right now oh, in yeah. your what? three and four-year-old children. Yeah, he's four. Right? There are a lot of us that are 40 and 50 and still dealing with three and four-year-old problems. We literally <laughs> said that last night. Like we we're, talk about we're, that. We're, we're suffering from our three and four-year-old problems. And I think that goes back to this. Uh, yeah. uh, we talk about disease to please. It was learned. Now we've got to learn how to unlearn yeah. and relearn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... You yeah. know, w- what I stated in the beginning about the, the, the learning process, it's very necessary, right? It is. Like, it's very necessary to learn how to adapt to the environment that you're in, to get along, mm. right? To be able to to achieve success, yeah. you know, whatever level of happiness that you can achieve in the environment, right? right. You don't want to walk around in opposition to the environment and opposition to the people that you do life with, right? Mm. You want to progress this ladder of, of happiness and peace and joy, but you want to overcome that as well, right? Uh, mm. Because you want to live in your uniqueness, yeah. right? Your purpose, your sure. design, your reason for being. Is that self-sabotaging? It's, it's self-sabotaging yeah. mm. if you stay. If you stay. If you yeah. stay in a place of pleasing others as opposed to achieving. You mm. know, I mean, you said this yourself, um, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly how you said yeah. it. You know, if, and, and I, I would probably need you to say it to, mm-hmm. to make it clear. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do anything great, you're going to be criticized. Um, essentially, if you if you do nothing, you say nothing, and be nothing, you'll never be criticized. Mm. So, cr- being criticized is part of the process of becoming great. Yeah. So it's like, and we had a very interesting conversation about this because we have people have channels, literally born out of criticism. They'll find someone, they'll target someone that's doing great things, like yeah. gaining all these resources, and they will create a channel just to criticize them. Yeah. Now, I get it. There are some people with bad character and bad intentions, but there are some that are actually doing great things. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very unnecessary to criticize those who are doing good, right? Yeah. It's, it's a very unnecessary evil that exists, right? Mm. Um, a lot of us don't even know who, who we are personally, right? There is Dang. much... Better say it, man. There is as <laughs> much difference inside of me and myself, right? Like this internal conflict of who I am, who yeah. I'm supposed to be, and who I should be. Yeah. There's that battle going on inside of me just as much as there's that battle of how different I am than you. Mm. Yes, you said it was stemming from, especially men, those who are watching right now, from our mother who was cultivating greatness in us at the time, nurturing us, and it was a great feeling. And having those great feelings, you want to share that great feeling to the people that are doing this, you know, doing this for you. And I think the transitional period, which is the question that my wife was asking my son at the time, is asking these questions so that they're, they're able to process at that age, at four or three, introducing these new concepts to them at, a, at an early age. And this is, the, I think, the difference maker that we're making with our school 
is we're introducing certain things to them at an early age, but we're explaining it to them at their level, but also like challenging them challenging with that productive struggle. It's a productive struggle. Like they're trying to process and it's, it's a struggle because they're still trying to grasp it, mm-hmm. but it's productive because they're growing in their, in yeah. their neurons and in their growth and the development and their, and their brains. Yeah. It's the stretching. It is. You know, just like the physical body, the mental, the social, mm-hmm. the intellectual, yeah. it's, a, it's a stretch. You know, I always tell parents or parents-to-be, mm-hmm. uh, question your children, you know, beyond their level. Yeah. Right? Because um, we, we dumb our children down a oh, lot. Man. You know, uh, we, 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 we try to meet them at their level. Yeah. And as parents, it's our job to, to, raise, them up. to raise up their level, yeah, their level of intellect and, uh, and, and consciousness. And I think that uh, disease to please will stretch some of our audiences, will stretch us because it's, it's comfortable in the moment when you're pleasing someone because you're so used to it. Yeah. And then the moment where you realize, wait, I'm self-sabotaging. I'm saying yes to too many things now. Yeah. And it's actually not hurting me. It's hurting my family. It's hurting my kids. Referring to disease to please. Mm-hmm. What if we are pleasing ourselves in the process of allowing these diseases to come through? Because mm. I, know, I know we want to feel good. I know we, we talked about this. Why are we not happy? Why... Certain chemicals, dopamine, uh, exito- oxytocin, all these different things, right? Yeah. But there is a disease, mm-hmm. or causing disease, of us pleasing ourselves, and that could be so many different things. Food could be one of them, even just being in the wrong environment. Yeah. So I'm saying this to say um, we're in this epidemic of feeling better, exactly. and I know why. I think I know why. Okay. This is my theory. We go to work where we don't want to work. And then we just want a mind-numbing process just to, like, feel better. <laughs> I, I think we're striving for comfort. Comfort. Comfort, yeah. For comfort. Um, Which makes sense. It's and, not a bad <clears throat> thing. Like, having being comfortable at certain times, yeah. So, so, so he, here's an analogy, right? <clears throat> so if I go to the gym and, you know, bench pressing, uh, I'm just giving an example. Let's say 100 pounds is comfortable for me. That feels good. I feel like I'm getting a good stretch. I feel like I'm... I'm being effective and efficient with my time, right? But for someone who's never been, a hundred's not comfortable, mm. right? How we go with this? Yeah, right. So, so folks who are used to living in a sense of urgency, struggle, yeah. lack of dependency, right? Mm. Like they're used to living in that. That's yeah. how they were raised. That's how they were brought up. Yeah, and they've taken that into adulthood. Yeah, Me, most folks will call that self sabotage, right? It's like, why mm. do you want to be in that struggle? Why do you want? Yeah. But, but that's comfort. That's, that's mm. what they know, you know? I, I love what you, where you're going with this because with the disease to please and some of the things that I saw here, the de- disease to please, some of the, the factors that we need to like be aware of or even reflect on mm-hmm. is through this process is affirmation, approval, acceptance, anxiety. Okay. Affirmations, approval, acceptance, anxiety. Part of the affirmation piece here, it says, when your sense of worth comes from affirming words and tokens from peers and superiors. Now, I I understand the level of professionalism that we do need to approach our work with, if that makes sense. Yeah. When I was in the military, I'm constantly being given feedback by my sergeants, my lieutenants, yada, yada. So I'm thinking, okay, well, there is this nuance to it because I am trying to perform better. But where do we draw the line when you're perform- it's always performance-based, but then you're self-sabotaging in these moments. Now you're compromising everything. Um, I've heard someone say this. Actually, this was a company I used to work with. 
uh, clear is kind. Have you heard of that? <laughs> clear is kind. Yeah, you've, oh, I'm I've sure you've heard that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Clear is kind. I would remind a lot of young men in some of the conversations we'll have having coffee. I said, if you're not clear about your destiny, life's not going to be kind to you. Yeah. Because you're just going to say yes to everything. And you are finite. Yeah. You're not infinite thinking like, well, there is a nuance to it. There's a time where like, yes, I'm going to outperform, do the, the great things in life. But I'm also destined to do this though, because that's my unique ability. This is, the, <clears throat> this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. Yeah, it goes back to uh, self-actualization. You know, we're looking at that pyramid, right? Yes. We're going from the bottom to the, the top. top. Um, right in the middle, uh, affirmations exist there. Like you should be getting that as an, as an adolescent, mm. right? That way when you become an adult, it's, you're not craving it. Yeah. Right. When we become an adult, Ooh, and if we didn't get the things that we needed early in life, oh wow, we hunger for them. You're exposing some things. Yeah. The, yeah. the spirit hunger for those things, mm. right? But if you received them when you should have received them, wow, you're, you're filled up. You know, hey, I, I have enough. I don't get my 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 affirmations. I don't get my self worth, my self esteem from the world. Yeah. Because that's who I am. I go out into the world and I get what I deserve. You know, I get what I've, I get what to do to me. So you're right. saying that a lot of our people pleasing issues is it's it's a craving. It's a craving. A craving, it, it, a void that's there. That it's it's a void. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like wow. like being knowing your worth, yeah. your value is 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 a given. Like you should have that. You should know what that is. Yeah. Right. And, and as parents or guardians of individual of children and adolescents, it's our job to f- to fulfill that void. And I think this is where uh, making very practical here. I myself journal a lot. Like I'm a journaler mm-hmm. and I never used to be, to be honest with you. I, I didn't it's see the same here, man. I didn't see the the value in it until now, yeah. like recently, about the last four or five years now. Same here. And I, th- I thought to myself, well, if I'm not journaling and also reflecting over my goals, my dreams, my the things that I want to leave here, well, I want to influence, you know, positive yeah. influence that I, when I leave and I have this eulogy where in my funeral and everyone's talking about me. What, What's going to be said? What are they, they going to talk about? What's going to be said? If they, don't, if they <clears throat> say nothing, I've done nothing. Yeah. And it, and uh, we literally just talked about this. Um, if you don't listen, you'll feel. Mm. And I'll even shift it even further. Um, if you don't learn, you'll burn. If people are talking about you and vouching for you in a good light, yeah. what they learn from you, you help them earn. Yeah. But you've also earned some respect. Yeah. You know, what I've learned is... Um, you don't have to, you, you know, people say things like, you need to earn my respect, mm. right? But I think earning respect from others come from self-respect, from respecting yourself, right? Yes. The, the disciplines and the sacrifices that people don't see are the things that will be talked about in public, right? Yeah, um, that's good, man. You know, through my personal journey. It's reciprocating. Of, yeah, through my mm. personal journey of self-sacrifice and getting up early in the morning yeah. and reading and studying and working out. Doing this. And doing this yeah. and, and just going about self, self-development self and yeah. self-improvement. Self-discovery. Self-discovery. You find out that people are like, hey, mom, I was having a conversation with such and such and your name came up. It's like, oh, did it? Why? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, you get those things. When you put yeah. your head down and you grind and you and you work you work on development, mm. self-growth and improvement, yeah. things are being said about you in rooms that you don't even know about. Wow. Right? But but too often we're concerned about what's being said people and not and people be pleasing and not concerned about what we should be doing or even could wow. be doing. And I think the disease to please, the disease enters in 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 this weird like 
phony, weird way that people don't really recognize until you expose this thing, disease to please. Like I think about affirmations, the approval, acceptance, anxiety. The affirmation piece can be found in what are you called to do here? Yeah. Like my, and, and I'll make it very practical, what I believe I'm here to do is to partner, help the next generation mm-hmm. live in their creative space and make it a better place. That's what I believe I'm here to do. That's that's it. And it's consistent. And it's consistent. It's consistent. And and I was actually explaining this to one of the young men that I've been mentoring. I said, I went through the the years in development at, in the military. I said, the reason why I joined the military in the first place is because I wanted to serve. Yeah. And yes, it took me 12 years to really get it. And I was like, yeah, I'm here to serve. 12 years later, I'm like, holy smokes. <laughs> that's all I'm called to do is to serve. And then I realized, wait, there's a huge gap here with the next gen, with next generation of leaders. Yeah. Uh, when I say a huge gap, I'm like, I've sensed some of these problems these these kids are feeling. Yeah. I know what it's like to be neglected. I know what yeah. it's like to not have that mentorship, that leadership. So I'm like, I think that's it. So yeah. I kept like exposing myself to it, the law of exposure. The more yeah. you're exposed to it, the more it will reveal to you what you're supposed to be doing. So I yeah. would even say in a practical note, uh, when it comes to disease to please, when you realize you've exposed this thing in yourself, you got to ask yourself, what areas of my life do I need to affirm? Exactly. What areas of a life do I need to like, you know, approval? What do I need approve of? And really like, think about it. When you have your funeral and you could see this from like a third party, what are they saying what about you? What do you want being said about you? What do you want them to say about you?